entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 340. And it's Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. We're going to be wrapping up a bunch of different story loops. You're probably wondering, what is Leighton's camping story about? Whatever happened with those Balut eggs? Did they ever find them? Only our patrons know so far. But today, <laughs> but today we will share what happened with, with our average listeners as well, the common folk. The peasants? Mm-hmm. The, the ones the peasants that... who actually are sensible with their money and don't waste it on our podcast. Hey, hey! <laughs> it's more like the ones that are not as militant yes. as the yeah. ones that are patrons. Fair enough. Uh, one other thing, we also have a giveaway to announce. Last Ooh. week we announced a giveaway for Studio Three Thirty One, so we're gonna announce announce that winner live on the podcast right now. So I'm just refreshing. <gasps> So if someone entered in just within the last few moments, they have a chance of winning. Did we welcome our new patron, I don't Timothy know, Newcomer? No. I feel like we didn't. Thank you, Timothy, for Tim, for um, signing up as a patron. Uh, apparently it's been a, a week or two already. Oh, my. Thank you, Timothy. Um, all right. So I picked a random number which will be the winner between 1 and 64, because that's how many people mentioned someone on our post on, the, on uh, Facebook. And the number is 25. So I'm going to go through there and count down to 25 to see who the lucky winner is. And give me one second here. Ooh. These edibles are interesting. Here, have some. Ah, oh, that's enough. Ah. Oh. So uh, while Ruben's looking that up, uh, this 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. Oh, boy. The winner is Jody Kaufman. Jody Kaufman. Congratulations, Jody. Well done, Jody. We will send you a message and information on how you are a winner um, of this uh, giveaway. Oh, I was going to say, like, no one else. If no, you, you didn't win this giveaway, this? You're, you're not a winner. Which giveaway was this? The uh, Studio 331 Ultimate Weekly oh, Planner. Yeah, that's right. It also included a, a, a cookbook and included an air plant hanger, a mini macrame air plant hanger, which mm. sounds like something made up, uh, and it's, but it's actually homemade. Uh, it's yeah, made up in the home. It's made up in the home. It's, it holds a plant, <laughs> and, and actually, there's actually living plants. These are small things. My air plants are very interesting. They're like succulents. But it's alive. Some succulents are fake. Oh, but these but are it's like actually a, living plants. It's like a succulent, a succulent that doesn't need a <laughs> yeah succulent. <laughs> it's, a, it's it's a plant that doesn't need dirt to live. It is actually quite fascinating. Yeah. I thought I when I first saw it, I thought they were all fake, mm-hmm. and there are, there are some fake ones mm-hmm. where they're not real. Um, but anyway, there you go. They also look pretty reasonable if they're dead too. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed a lot of people have them, and they're just dead. As a uh, as a condolence prize for all the non-winners out there, you can get a 10% discount on the Ultimate Weekly Planner and free shipping by using FPP 
0920. So if you do, if you didn't win the giveaway, but you still want a weekly planner, head on over to studio331.co and use coupon code FPP0920 for 10% off and free shipping across the entire uh, store. So it's a very nice planner. Yeah, Jeff has been working with it, taking photos of it. And I do agree. It it is, uh, it's beautiful and it's the quality is top notch. All right. Are we going to dive into the edible? Sure. Today we have a a myriad of edibles. Um, We're not going to go through them all. We're not going to go through them all. We're going to savor them throughout the next few weeks. I see what you did there. But these are listener. Okay, so the first one is not listener submitted. The first one I found at the local Asian food store that's local to my house. It's an Asian grocery store. Interesting, interesting store. I mean, if you like looking at uh, different foods, you should just go to a store like that. It is fascinating what they have. They like all kinds of just food that you've never heard of or seen in your life. Like whole needlefish. I don't want to eat one of those. I, I don't either, but they look interesting. Ugh. So. Do you think Do you think foreigners have the same sort of reaction when they walk into a Walmart? Like, whoa, what is all this weird food? What is an Oreo? It's a <laughs> looks like a rotten cookie. I think that they would say that some of our foods are weird, like sauerkraut. Okay, well, sauerkraut is weird. I would barely categorize it as a food. I mean, yeah. it is edible, but I think American foods seem to be a lot more processed than a lot of these foods that I'm seeing at this at stores like this. In that, like, you don't just go to Walmart. And buy a whole fish with the head and everything. You buy fish fillets, right? Mm-hmm. But here you go and buy whole fish or fresh shrimp. I think they have they have shrimp there that I'm pretty sure are fresh, like never frozen shrimp. Like Wendy's fish or shrimp. Never frozen, only yeah. refrigerated. Yep. Hmm. So anyways, what I found there was these things called shrimp snacks. And they're like chips. But they're made of shrimp, and they're kind of good. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, they're like a a blander version of a potato chip. Yeah, uh, they're they're more crunchy. I don't they know. They subtle shrimp flavor. Yeah, but if you, when you open the bag, it immediately smells very fishy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it definitely smells like seafood. It's it doesn't, like it doesn't taste or feel healthy. But it's an enjoy to me. It's an enjoyable flavor. Oh, yeah. do you know what it almost reminds me of? Is those uh, those f- uh, ve- veggie tubes? Mm, yeah, it, mm, it's yeah, that the veggie straws and texture. Yeah, it but reminds it's me. shaped like a chip, mm. not a tube, not a square tube. It tastes very much like a giant rice krispie. A rice krispie like grain granule. Like if you eat. Rice Krispies, just plain. It's kind of. It tastes pretty much like this, plus a subtle shrimp flavor. Yeah. <clears throat> if I'd have to give this a rating out of five stars, and I'm not really sure what I'm comparing it to because it's so different, but I would give it a, a strong three. Like I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't just go shopping for it. Mm-hmm. I think these would taste really good with ranch. Mm. I was actually thinking the same thing. 
Legitimately. At the very least, it's a very good um, or were you conversational joking? food. No, I was just saying For that our because yeah, today, today what, what did Ruben have? Oh, Ruben had fish for lunch, and he thought it was chicken, and so he doused it in ranch. <laughs> and then after he took some bites, he was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, fish. Go ahead, Ruben. What were your what, – what happened? Like what, what were the thoughts going through your mind? Um, I don't remember what I said, but I was pleasantly surprised. It tasted good. The, the fish had such a – had a very subtle flavor. It wasn't a strong fishy flavor, so it was almost like it was. A, it changed the ranch. The flavor was stronger ranch <clears throat> overall, so it was almost more like a, a fishy ranch mm. than it was a fish covered in ranch. And it was good, although it was covered in ranch. It was also covered in ranch. Yes, just the top. There, no, well, no, there was a lot of ranch. <laughs> the reason I put so much ranch on it is because I thought it was chicken from the night before, where there was a, a strong lemon flavor. And I just, I knew the lemon flavor needed to be combated. And the only way I could think of it was with some strong ranch or a heavy dose of ranch. So that's why I was so generous with my ranch covering. Okay. Ruben, are you ready for a pouring? Uh, I'm not quite. I will be, I will be soon. What you drinking there, Ruben? Water? No, I'm drinking coffee from work. Before I can taste the coffee from our listener. Or maybe it's not from a listener. It's not. Hmm. Sponsored coffee coming up. I wouldn't go out of my way to buy these shrimp snacks. But, um. But thank you, good. Wh- whoever sent it. Because it, it's uh, an experience. I bought them. Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you to that well, Asian store. Thank you, Jeff. That, that Asian store that let us buy some. Thank you for making them available. We don't owe you anything because we paid for these. So, but thank you. I'm going to introduce our next series of edibles uh, that we'll Ooh, be a doing. Series of edibles. Yeah, that we'll be doing throughout the next week. A series of edibles. Uh, weeks. We could call them settables. Settables. So we'll be doing two to three per week. Unfortunate events. If any of them are balloon eggs, <laughs> or not for human consumption. Mm-hmm. Actually, no. We're going to try two per week of these. So, I'm going to read this letter. To the French press, we found these at Second Chance Discount and thought you might like to try some different snacks. We tried some of the Vela Goma. It was interesting. Jenna and Jenny. So, this is my sister Jenna and um, Coke Church member slash second cousin Jenny. I did not know you were related. Yeah, uh, my mom and Jenny's dad Ken, our first cousins. Oh. oh. Small world. Small world. Small world. So I feel like we should just pick one of these that I'm pretty sure we won't like this one right here. Okay. And then we're going to try it with the one that they mentioned just so it's fresh. It's called Vela Goma. So mm. these are Mexican candies. The, the, um, the v- Vela Goma, it looks like darts that you put in a little, like a Nerf dart. Yeah. Yes. Hit a little Nerf. It does. Nerf bullets. Without the section at the end. Suction yeah. bopper. Yeah, the thing that... All right, so thanks, Jenna and Jenny, for these, and we will be trying them. I guess uh, my thought is that what we should do is filter these in in between stories. Oh, okay. So, Leighton, what's your story? Well, um, I guess I'll go with the one that's not quite as exciting, not quite as 
thrilling first. Uh, so we were on our way to church camping. Um, man, I actually forget which weekend it was. How far back was it? It was the first weekend in September. So this would have been roughly two and a half weeks ago. Yeah, two and a half weeks ago. On our way to church camping, uh, hauling the camper over to Quaker Haven, and there's a... Uh, a Jeep? Oh, oh no. I don't think I have a video of it. Oh man. I think we actually took a video of it. Oh, no, no, no. I do have a video of it. Oh, good. Okay. There's a video. We took a video of a... I don't know if it was a Jeep or some kind of, like, SUV, like, from the early 2000s. Okay, like a Bronco. Yeah. Some. It wasn't a Bronco. Definitely wasn't a Bronco, but... Yeah. Some kind of SUV. And we were watching it. And suddenly, suddenly, the entire vehicle started shaking, like really bad. Mm -hmm. And and actually, if I zoom in here, here, watch watch this. I'm I'm showing Ruben and Ruben and uh, Jeff this video. It, the the video is really fuzzy because we were like digitally zoomed in with my camera and the iPhone. Could you not 7. catch up to it? Uh, I could have, but I didn't want to get too close because I was actually freaked out that they were gonna wreck. Like I was afraid that they were gonna, f the vehicle was going to fly apart. Wow. Check out. See if you can tell what's going on as I play this video. Is someone hanging out the window? Hmm. It looks like his tires flying apart. Yeah. The tires, like, I think what was going on was something was really loose in the steering or something, and I'm pretty sure every time the driver would, like, correct a little bit with the steering, the, the, the tires, all of a sudden, they would go, they would, they would alternate directions back and forth very, very rapidly. So it was like, and, like, the tires would, like, Looked like they were about to fly off, and then the driver would slow way down to like five miles an hour until they'd stop that motion and then straighten out again, and then they'd speed back up to like 45 miles an hour <laughs> over and over again. Like, we saw him do it like three times at least. <laughs> it was so dumb. I was like, How is why is this driver just keep on going? Like, it their wheels, like. The entire vehicle was shaking. <laughs> like, it looked like it was going to sh be shaken apart. Why would you keep on trying to go? Hmm. Call a mechanic. Why, Call wh what would have to be happening in there for you to keep on driving 45 miles an hour? Like, having a baby, someone having a heart attack, and you're on the way to the hospital. Like, maybe. What? Did you see where they pulled off then? No, they didn't pull off. They, like... We kept on following him for a couple miles, and then they turned at a four-way stop. They turned, and we had to keep on going straight to go to the campground. So I don't – they I never actually saw them pull off and decide to like, hey, you know what? This is kind of unsafe. I should probably get someone to come pick me up or come tow this thing. People are dumb. 
Just that's my theory. Well done. Well said. So I mean, that's the story. Hmm. Don't keep going when your car starts shaking. If your car starts shaking, there's probably something wrong with it. <clears throat> All right, should we eat a snack? Yeah, uh, let's eat try edible. this Vela Goma stuff. So there's three colors. Do we eat the wrapper or is that? Uh... Well, it doesn't look like it comes off. Oh, maybe you squeeze it out. Hmm. Candy should come with instructions because. Let's it, just Google this. It does. It looks too much like plastic to eat, Jeff. Yeah, you're right. But I also don't know how else to get it out of that. I mean, it's the length of probably about two or three Tootsie Rolls, and it's encased in a pretty durable plastic, and it's the inside is sticky enough. It doesn't just drop or slide out very nicely. Yeah. What's this, what's this candy called again? No, that's wrong. It's the uh, Velagoma. How do you eat Mexican tube candy? It's covered in... Do you squeeze it out? It didn't squeeze too well. Man, but I can't push it out. I'm, I'm going to try to bite it. Yeah, go ahead and try, and I'll let you know if it... It's pretty durable plastic. I didn't quite chew it through. It feels mushy. Maybe we have to microwave it to get it slippery and slidey. Hmm. Man. I'm not having much luck. It is, like, sealed in there. Yeah, it's so sticky. It oh. looks like gooey. I got, the, I got the end off. Oh, so maybe you're supposed to get the end off and then squeeze the... It's gooey in the middle mm-hmm. where the plastic is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's definitely a Mexican candy. Or a... a yeah. But. Which means that it's not very sweet and difficult to eat. Gum tubes is what they're calling it here. Here. I guess... I'm just kind of biting and sliding it out the end. That that seems like the thing to do. That's how they do it? I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Hey. It's a lot of work. I feel retarded. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> <laughs> the flavor... It tastes like... Oh, what is it called? Uh, not Silly Putty, but what's the other sticky toy that people... Well, the end with the sugar on it is definitely better than the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get anything more out of it. Why wow. is it in this retardedly durable plastic? Maybe we... that's the point. Maybe the point is that you just chew it out. No, I- I'm about to chew out the person that invented this. <laughs> I, like, seriously, how... Mm. If you just straight up chew on it with your back teeth... Then it comes. I want to taste this stuff for what it is. I don't... I, I think this, that's what it is. This plastic yeah, is so this, incredibly durable. This tastes like flavored Silly Putty, like edible Silly Putty. Mm-hmm. It's like a very kind of... It's got, it's got the same texture of that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Silly Putty would be easier to put in this tube than what this uh, Velagoma is. Yeah, if you guys know how to eat this stuff, then let us know. Because it's definitely not working. 
Hmm. Oh, oh, there you go, lady. Uh-oh. I got some plastic. I gotta go spit it out. Yeah, see? This this is not... Oh. Um, the flavors between the colors are different. I got a knife. But not very noticeably different, like, what they are. Are you actually cutting that thing, or does it just look like it is just touching it? No, I get... Mm. Man, it's sticking to the plastic. I'm just gonna eat the ends. Ah, here it is. Como's veritas. I'm, I'm I'm watching a video and they're literally at 3:26. Still trying to eat it. Finally, like, what is the point? I don't think I've ever eaten candy something that's harder to eat than this. Yeah, that that's what they're that's what they're doing. They're just biting it and squeezing it out. But you get plastic that way. I think part of the, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's part of the point of this candy is that it takes time to chew it out. They've got coconut flavored, and I'm not sure. Is the red one strawberry? Probably. The The coconut kind is definitely better. Mm-hmm. Hey, how's that coming, Layton? I'm going to get a big bite. Mm. Oh, oh, my. There you go. I mean, I, it's actually, it's good. I enjoy it. It's not very sweet. Yeah. But it's very hard to eat. It's right. gummy. Yeah. Very Sugar, gummy. corn syrup, gelatin, and titanium dioxide. It actually works quite well to cut it open with a box cutter. A rusty exacto knife. All right, what's our next story? Oh, am I the only one that's providing stories this week? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, so the other story. Also, isn't very long. Hmm. The other story also isn't very long. Uh, so it was over Labor Day weekend. Um, we were at home, and my wife was feeling a little bit down and out because. Uh, everyone was on vacation or doing things, um, and she was she was wanting to do something fun and spontaneous, and so she had the idea of us spending a night spending the night underneath our pavilion, and I decided to go with it. I don't regret going with it, going along with the idea. But, so we we took an air mattress out. We started a fire. We did some, uh, no, we didn't cook over the fire. We did start a fire, but we didn't cook over the fire that night. Sadly, uh, we did know that it was going to start storming at around 2 o'clock in the morning. And so we knew that we'll probably have to go back inside at some point. But we'll just sleep out there until it's time. So Carrie and I and, and, and Leo were out there. Uh, Carrie decided to make a, like a little butter nest for Leo 
just a bunch of blankets um, on the pea gravel. And we were, whatever, we were settling down. Um, and at around 11.30, Carrie and I and Leo were all sleeping. Um, we were. I was kind of having trouble sleeping because it was so incredibly windy. Mm. It was so windy and a gust of wind wouldn't like blow the covers off or anything, but it would like rattle the trees. Like, I, I don't know, you could like hear the If it was tree rattling, how was it not disturbing you? It was disturbing me. Well, I wasn't but, able to sleep. I know, but more than just the noise, like the, how was it not whipping blankets and... I don't know. It's just we were low enough to the ground. We were sheltered enough that, I don't know, the, the wind wasn't able to actually pick up the blankets. <clears throat> so I was like, you know, I'd sleep maybe 15 minutes at a time and wake up. <laughs> you know. that, that is the worst. Um, but, you know, still sticking it out, hanging in there. At like 11.30, 11.45, Carrie gets this weird feeling. And so she goes and checks on Leo. Uh-oh. He's on the floor next to, to our air mattress. And <clears throat> she's like... Kind of like, you know, adjusting his blankets a little bit, making sure. Well, what? Oh, she was feeling like his toes and his face to make sure that he wasn't cold. Mm. He was totally out. He was totally asleep. He, he could sleep through a lot of things. Um, and in the process of feeling a, around him to make sure he wasn't cold, she she reaches towards his face and there's a little chip, 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 chip. That like, like chirps at her a little bit, like a cricket. And then she like kind of reaches underneath his head, and at that point she feels something run across her hand. Oh boy! Um, and she's like, "Layton, wake up!" And you know, I wasn't at my fifteen-minute interval yet. I was like <laughs> right in the ten-minute mark, so I was in a pretty deep sleep. So I'm like, uh, huh, uh, wind, huh, and and so I like stir like get your flashlight, get your flashlight, and I'm like trying to find my phone, and uh, it takes me like you know a good you know, 30, 45 seconds. I finally get my phone, turn on the flashlight, and she's like, babe, there was a mouse curled up in Leo's neck, <laughs> and at that point she's like. All right, I can't do this anymore. What do you think she did? Uh, what do you think went, we decided to do? I'm assuming you went to the house. Nope. We decided let's move Leo up between us on oh, the air mattress, no. and let's keep on being miserable. But what if Leo is a, a mouse magnet? You're just drawing the mice to yourself. Then at least we'll feel it before he does. Okay. Because <laughs> we'll be, like, kind of surrounding him. He'll be in the middle. Anyways, did it cross your mind to go into the house? Yeah, it did. Was it a discussion? Finally, at like one o'clock, it was like, "Hey, let's just go in. Can you sleep?" And she was like, "No." And it's like, "Okay, can we just go inside?" <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. So we go inside and finally actually sleep. Uh, and then the next day, then we did uh, cook over the fire. Okay. And and had breakfast over the fire, so that was cool. The best parts about camping 
is probably sitting around a campfire. And the thing do you, is, can you, can you like not that? sleep? Like, do, do you, do you feel sleep depraved when you go camping because you're not sleeping in your bed? Uh, I definitely don't sleep as well as at home, but no, if I get to bed at a decent time, if I get to bed at by 10 o'clock, yeah, I feel fine. Hmm. All right, what do we have next? All right, so we got this. Um, you know what? Let's review our coffee before we try this food. This is I, – I like this coffee, actually. When I, I didn't like the smell of it. When I smelled it, it smelled like it had flavor in it, mm-hmm. and I was immediately turned off and assumed that I would hate it. But now that I'm tasting it, I actually yeah. like it quite a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty, pretty pretty solid, pretty solid coffee flavor. It's definitely it's a unique flavor. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the flavor is, but it it is unique. I'm not even sure if it's flavored anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Layton? Definitely flavored. Is um, it Highlander? Highlander grog. Uh, it could be. It does taste a little bit groggy. That's my. If it's is it a Main Street <coughs> coffee? It's a Main Street coffee. That's for sure. My guess is it is a Highlander grog. And I, I am enjoying it. I didn't like the smell initially, but I actually do. I'm enjoying it. What do you think, Layton? You I, thought Highlander as well? Yeah. It's not. <gasps> it's hot buttered toffee. No. Yeah. Which I'm I thought would be like. I thought it would be like one of the very. Ruben, like the most you should be ashamed flavors. of yourself. I am ashamed. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, it smelled really, really strong. Yeah, it did. I, I didn't like it, but then when I tasted it, the, the, fla- the flavor just kind of like, it's kind of like the jig making me crazy. It kind of just seeps into the coffee and blends very well with the coffee. It's not like a distinct, hey, apple cherry blossom, fla- you know. Yeah. Well, I'll give it the rating I was going to give it before I knew that it was uh, buttered caramel, whatever, popcorn. Well I'm, I'm giving it a four. Yeah, that's I what I'm giving it four. to. Four, yeah. yeah. Wow, solid four across the board. Four across the board. So if it it, it does taste like um like a familiar flavor for coffee in that it would taste like if you have creamer in your coffee it would taste similar I think maybe a French, French vanilla or something. It's 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 good. I like it. <clears throat> These other uh, edibles look really interesting, but we have this other edible. That we decided to try this week. Oh wait, what is? And I shouldn't have eaten all the the uh, shrimp chips. But this is called uh, Pico Diana, which Did- I know is a, the American pronunciation of it, but I don't care. And it's orange flavored chili powder. Oh, I was gonna say it looks just like sugar. It I bet does. I'm gonna enjoy this. <clears throat> But you're saying it's orange-flavored chili powder? Yeah, I, I think that it's Do you just orange sugar with chili in it. Yeah, you probably just eat it straight. Uh, yeah. Do you just bite? The bags bite are really on interesting. It? it looks like kind of like a... Yeah, it came in individual packets. A packet of sugar is kind of... Yeah. I'm trying to figure I out... I wonder if we could put it in our this. coffee. Probably could. Let's not be ridiculous. I'm going to stab it with this pen. Oh, yeah, that works. I got an X-Acto knife. Are you guys trying the whole thing at a time, or are you going to... Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it might be too hot. Ooh. I'm Is just it? pouring it into my hand and licking it off. 
watching mm, Ruben. Mm, mm, mm. Is it spicy? Wow, it's a very interesting flavor. Oh. It's like it's like sweet, salty, spicy. Oh, it sounds like it tastes like a mistake. <laughs> I think it's kind of good. It's sweet, salty, and sour. Yes, all at the same time. And, and spicy. spicy. And spicy. Wow, the four S's. It's a very interesting. Yeah, it's a very interesting combination. Guys, one word. Citrus. One word. Oh boy. Milkshake. Mm. What? I think this in a milkshake would taste really good. Mm. I I mm-hmm. do not think so. Yeah. Yep. It's like a like a smoothie. Pretty sure. Like a like a pretty like sure a tangy, sherbet. Like a that sherbet. You can get yeah, that. like a sherbet. I'm pretty sure that you can get that at a at, at some kind of Mexican uh, uh, ice cream shop. And it's just called Pico? It's called the Pico Diana. Diana. Pico Diana. Are there different flavors of this? I don't know. Is there like a coconut? Because I think it would probably be coconut. called pico something else. Yeah, I don't know. They definitely have this thing for spicy candy, which okay, spicy candy is not quite as bad as really salty candy. But when you combine really salty thing. and really spicy, it's nasty. What is salty candy? It's Mexican candy. There's Mexican no, but, but I'm saying no, like I, I have, candy I have is tasted sweet. Some candy is sweet though. Oh, no, it's it's straight up salty. But when I want spicy candy, I like the I like it to be ginger, like tangy, mm-hmm. tingly, yeah, zippy, mm-hmm. like a subtle background spice. Is this too much at the mm. forefront for you? This yeah. is chili powder. I, it's good. It's, it's not. It's, it's not too hot. It's not too hot. I will no, say that. No, it's not too hot. Is hey, it too cold? We need to cover. I, I teased it at the beginning. Whatever happened to the balut eggs? We actually mm. have an, a major update that only our patrons know about. Let, let me see if we have any other feedback first. All right. Pages. Uh, do any of you want the remainder of mine? Otherwise, I'm going to go dump it out. Yeah, dump it out. Dump it out. I'm eating the remainder of mine, but that's about it. It's. Yeah, it's just very unique. What'd you find, Layden? Uh, it's taking about. Three years for my phone to load. Well, while that's happening, let me give you an amazing tech tip. Mm. Uh, So many times I have a screenshot that I want to share with someone. Maybe it is like a a support form or a contact form, and they don't have a field to upload that screenshot. Oh, yeah. And there are premium services that let you upload images and then give you a URL to share that that screenshot or or image or file, whatever. But there's a free one that I just found a few weeks ago. It's called snipboard.io. You don't need to create an account, and you can actually paste the image onto the uh, onto that web page, and it will oh. it will paste it in there, and it will generate a unique URL that you can then use anywhere. You can give it. You can send a text with it. You can fill it out on a contact form if you're trying to like reach out to support, show them, hey, this is a problem I'm having. That's but cool. Snipboard.io, uh, I actually have it bookmarked because I use it uh, multiple times a week. Mm-hmm. But it's so, so seamless. Is it a short URL? URL? Um, yeah, it's shorter. It's not It's not an actual... Not, not an actual short code or whatever you want um, to call it. Here, let me dem- demo it for you. Come over here. So very typically, I'll go and take a screenshot of something. And then I'll go and 
mark it up, circle that, point over there, and then I can go ahead and copy it, and then go over here and paste it in, and it will paste it up there, and it lets me copy the URL for it, and then I can paste it in, and someone can just yeah. open it up, and it just That's pretty cool. opens up. Yeah. Isn't that pretty dope? Yeah, it's all right. Don't you ever want to take a screenshot, but you can't either uh, upload it somewhere or... I don't do a lot of uploading. <sighs> um, I do... Like, I will avoid contacting support as much as possible. Like the plague. Yes. Do you concur, Ruben? Oh, no. I'm very, very quick to reach out to support. Oh, I, just, I, I, I just hate conversing and, like, trying to explain... That's why you need screenshots. Screenshots are a picture's worth a thousand words. And a picture that has that it's marked up with arrows and circles is worth twice that many. You know what's better than screenshots? What? Videos. Video. But sometimes video sometimes videos aren't necessary. Yeah, all you sometimes need, they're all not you necessary. need is just a frame and circle something. Yeah. I also uh, have I do a lot of video sharing. I've also taken yeah, videos do. and converted them into GIFs to put in emails and it is really, really nice. But those are also very heavy, and sometimes, yeah, depending how long it's got to be a pretty short, Jeff. yeah. But I, I do agree that that is very, very handy too. Yeah, to show quickly, just animate something for someone. Yep. All right, where were we at? Oh, feedback. Yeah, feedback. Uh, we don't have any. We oh. just got it. The only thing that happened this past week is we got some more likes, some huh. followers, a couple likes. So, what happened to our balut eggs? Well, Layton. What happened to our balut eggs? Uh, the balut eggs. We made a mistake, but at the same time, we do not regret the mistake at all. No. So was it really a mistake? It's debatable. It was destiny. A fate. A fate. We were fated to, <laughs> to not, not eat, eat those. those. So, Ruben, did we talk about the balut eggs last week? We did, yes. People know what the balut eggs are. And the last they heard, they just disappeared. Yes. They were probably thrown away when the fridge at, at, at work, work was cleaned out. Yeah. And you sort of reprimanded me <clears throat> and was like, Leighton, you put your keys next to whatever you don't want to forget. Yeah. And just kind of like, oh, come on. I would have tried those. I would have done that. And if you go back and listen to last week's episode, my wife pointed this out to me, that he was 100% oh. We missed out on this. How could we miss the opportunity to eat some balut eggs? And as soon as we showed him an image of the balut eggs, he was like, why would we ever want to eat that? That is the most disgusting thing. I would never try that. 100% true. <laughs> but I still would have wanted it here to talk about on yeah. the podcast. Oh, yes. <clears throat> but it wasn't necessary. It was a massive mess. I'm glad we didn't have it in here. It so, was a mess. So it would here's, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Layton found them in the fridge, right? It turns out that they were not thrown away. The uh, Apparently, Secretary Fonda uh, was bluffing when she said that yeah, she's going to clean threats. out the Yes. Empty threats. Empty threats <clears throat> means a full fridge. So Layton found them, but... <laughs> that sounds like a point. We discovered after cracking open one that... They were not, even as balut eggs, they were not ready for consumption. No. In that they needed to be cooked first. Yeah. And so you're supposed to hard boil them before you eat them. And they, I'm pretty sure they were bad because they smelled pretty interesting. It's hard to tell, but 
they definitely, yeah, something <clears throat> seemed wrong. But we did crack them open. Yeah. And, and we all got to see them. And oh. it was pretty disgusting. It, it was pretty nasty. It was. And it, I, it would have been less disgusting oh. if they were if it was boiled. I, I'm not sure. Because, yes, it would have been less the, disgusting. The, the fetus would have held its shape. Well, here it was just a blob. Well, that, what's worse, a shape or blob? A, a blob is. Not I don't bad. know if I would want to see like we got to see like the membrane and the little veins, like feeding <clears throat> the fetus. I don't know if I would have wanted to see that still intact. I like. Yeah, we just cracked it open onto a plate, and it was just a big blob. It just would have been like a yeah. little fossil of an egg. Fossils aren't gross. Ingle fossile. Fossile. Uh, um, yeah, either way, um, thanks, but no thanks, Ken. I just can't I, – I, I can't imagine eating something more disgusting. And I know. I'm sure there's things out there. Here's the but, part that I could probably have hacked in is that <clears throat> when you eat balloon eggs, what people do is they crack the small end open first, and they pour a little bit of salt in, and they drink the juice out of it. It's like a soup. I I would eat I would drink the soup before I would eat the egg. I I mean I well, wouldn't take the, any of it. The, the soup is though the membrane. You no know, no I I agree it's still nasty and I probably wouldn't have done it but I would but I would be more likely to do that than eat the rest of it. I would taste it. I would take a uh, a toothpick and just like dip it in. And there. I would dip it in there, put it on my tongue, and then based off that. <laughs> I would possibly try a second toothpick, but, but most likely I'd probably go rinse my mouth out. Uh, Either way, if you haven't yet, just Google it. It's it's worth seeing, but it's really gross. And who knows? Maybe those pictures are worth a thousand words. Maybe they're the worst ones out there. Maybe it's yeah. not that disgusting in real life. No, in I'm real life it was sure awful. It well, but in real life, number one, they were spoiled and they were not boiled. So it can't get worse than what we saw. I think it can. It can't. It cannot get worse. <laughs> Ruben acts like he's the balut expert. <laughs> it can't be worse than that. Well, it was unboiled, and it was spoiled. Yeah. How can it yeah. get worse? You could let the it? you could let the chick like grow older without hatching. Like let the fetus become fully formed. And then you're eating just the full bird. You like got the chewy beak and stuff in there. Well, I would have said we were pretty much at that point. Well, I didn't see no beak. Um, that was awful English. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man I'm, how, actually, I'm a little bit ashamed of that one. <laughs> Can we edit that out? You did spend no. the day out in the shop, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, slammed the shop. <sighs> wow. Wow. Anyways, guys, <laughs> I hate to do this, but probably I think it's, Mitch a little too much. I think it's time to <laughs> wrap it up, wrap this episode up because I got to get home and then back to Napanee, unfortunately. Wow. And Jeff. I would stay here in Napanee, but I left my laptop at home. Oh, yeah. I gotta. I have to. All right. Go. Well, thank you guys view. for listening. We will be back next week. Don't forget, you can get ten percent off plus free shipping by using FPP zero nine two zero. Um, a lot of these edibles here have uh, four pieces in them. So if you want to be a guest next week, just pop on in uninvited, and we'll uh, let you try the some of the next uh, Mexican foods coming up here. All right. And if you want to become a Patreon and see some of the behind-the-scenes patron. patron on Patreon, 
Yeah. Then uh, download the app. Look up French Press Podcast. You'll you will get behind the scene footage. Like we do, yeah. we do post. We um, do. We actually do several times a week. So, Layton, what is the point? The point is, Ruben, that if your car starts shaking, there's something wrong with it. That's a quote from Jeff Miller. Point number two: Beware of mouse magnets. Point number three. Empty threats equals a full fridge. Hmm. And point number four, Ruben acts like a balut expert. Hmm. What's our word of the week? Word of the week is... Pico Diana. 